God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change God's Word by itself. Not because of people, not because of situations, not because of your financial standing, not because of your health, but God's Word alone, if you allow it, can change your entire life. So grateful to God that he has given us another opportunity to be able to come together and study his word. Let us pray together. Father God, we bless you today and we honor you. We thank you, God, for another morning, another opportunity, another instance to experience your miraculous power. Not miracle because you've spared us from some tragedy, not miracle because You've done some astronomical uh, financial windfall, not miracle because um, the doctors have turned their um, backs to us because of a uh, dire health situation, but we are here to see a miracle simply because we're still alive, simply because we're still in the land of the living, and for that we say thank you. We thank you, God, for the ability to be able to see, the ability to be able to think, the ability to be able to touch, the ability to be able to walk, just ability. Everybody can't say that today, but, God, we're among the ones that can, and we will be remiss if we did not thank you. God, as we delve into another opportunity to study your word, God, as tired as we are, open up our ears. As um, for some of us, as confused as we are, regulate our thinking. As chaotic as life may seem to be, give us peace that we may be able to hear, understand, and be moved to action by your word. We love you now, God. We adore you. Touch me, O oh God. Touch my voice. God, the people might not hear me, but they may hear you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, we thank God for another opportunity to be able to hear what he has to say to us. On this morning, our travels take us to Psalm 91. Psalm 91. <clears throat> We're going to start at the first verse, Psalm 91, starting at verse 1. Reading from the New American Standard Bible, yours might read a little differently. Psalm 91 and 1 begins like this. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress my God in whom I trust. For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you may seek refuge. His, faith, his faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness 
or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Let's read from one more. Let's go to the New Living Translation. New Living Translation, Psalm 91, first 11 verses, reads like this. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every disease, excuse me, from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promise are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. And God's word is blessed this morning. So for the few moments that I have left, you know me and my questions. Where do you hide in a storm? Where do you hide in a storm where some of us were yesterday, eh, last couple of days? We have been challenged with some, mm, I would say, at least for me, uh, some weather that I'm uh, not necessarily accustomed to in this time of year. Um, weather that's brought some very, very, very strong winds, um, some tornadic activity. Um, somewhere we have actually seen, um, you know, wind spiraling. There's been a circular activity of, of wind gusts um, that, of course, result in tornadoes, not just in this area, but across many of the southwestern states, um, blizzard-like conditions in the Midwest, um, just stuff, just just weather. And um, I am one of those uh, nature buffs, if you will, um, not necessarily in being in a storm, but uh, watching um, documentaries on um, severe weather, things like that, just trying to understand 
why things happen the way they do. And so I know that, you know, when you're in a storm, they give certain types of suggestions as to where you can hide if you are in a storm. If you're out driving, they may tell you to not um, park under an underpass, uh, you know, underpass when there's a bridge above you um, because the wind, uh, if, if strong enough, could pull you and your vehicle and suck you from underneath the bridge or could actually lift up uh, your your car um, as if you're in a wind tunnel. And uh, that's that's not good <laughs> for you and your vehicle to happen that way. If you're in your home, um, uh, you know, there are certain places they tell you um, to not be. That's not the safest. Well, where can you? Let's talk about a tornado. Where can you? Um, if you're in your vehicle, of course, they tell you, get out of your vehicle, go find the lowest ditch you can find and lay flat in the ditch um, to try and protect you from being sucked up. Um, if you're in your home, they tell you, don't be in a corner because corners can attract debris if your windows blow out. If you have a basement, which many people in Florida don't have, they'll tell you to go uh, to the basement. If you have a storm shelter that is underground, they most certainly tell you to go to a storm shelter. But if you don't have any of those things, they tell you to go to an inside room that doesn't have windows on the first floor, not the second floor, of course, uh, first floor. So like a, a bathroom, no windows, a closet, a center hallway, tell you to put something over your head, all that kind of stuff. They give all those suggestions if you're in a storm. But what if you are in a spiritual storm? But what what happens when you're a part of life, when, when life storms rise up? We don't get, you know, the the watches throughout the course of the day, you know, we're under a tornado watch from this time to this time because, you know, the, the uh, conditions are conducive to developing tornadic activity, you know, and then if there is a sighting, then it goes from a watch to a warning. I mean, that, that kind of thing we get as far as natural storms, but life storms, we don't, we don't get those warnings oftentimes. Oftentimes we don't even realize we're in a storm until the storm is here. So where do we seek shelter? Where do we find refuge? Well, we see here in Psalm 91 that we're invited to find our shelter, our safety, our refuge in God. Because, you all, it's not just about weathering the storm. Remember, I talked about if you're in your vehicle to not be in a you know underpass because you know the turbulence from the the wind could turn that into a wind tunnel and toss you about. You know if you're in an airplane, you know and and gusts come up, you know you deal with turbulence. And what do they tell you on the airplane? Please keep your seatbelt 
fastened. So it's not always about just weathering the storm, but it's about where and how you anchor yourself when you're in the midst of the turbulence of life storms. First thing I told you is that we're encouraged to find shelter in the presence of God. That's what the first two verses of Psalm 91 says. says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So often when we're going through things, we pull away from God. We pull away from those opportunities to be able to hear his word. We pull away from the community of others. When in fact, you all, it is being in that community that we're encouraged to seek his presence, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through worship, whether it's through reading the word. You all, we seek his presence. It's not just in community that you do it. You you can do it by yourself, but we're encouraged. We seem to we seem to have more of a push to get out of our head and and get out of our thinking of being in this life storm. We're in the when we're in the community of others. You all when you're going through seek his presence. It's a sanctuary where your peace, the peace of God overcomes your panic. Matthew 11 and 28, Jesus says, come, all ye who are, you know, weary and who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We're encouraged to seek shelter in his presence. But not only that, you all, we must have faith over our fear. That's what verses 4 through 6 tell us, says God's going to cover us. He's, he's, he's going to uh, keep us under his wings. We're not to be afraid of the terror by night, not of the arrow that flies by day, not of the destruction that, that waits for us in noontime. But we are to be encouraged that his faithfulness is going to be our shield and going to be our rampart, our buckler, our uh, uh, pillar. You all, we're encouraged to not fear. Just like Isaiah 41 and 10 tells us that we're not to fear. Hmm? Why? Because God is with us. Just look around you and see that God is God. Replace your fear with faith. Don't let life circumstances paralyze you in fear. But remember God's past faithfulness in your life. And when you remember those, let those memories strengthen your faith, your trust in him through your challenging times. Listen, storms don't last forever, but guess what? God's protection does. So think about life's challenges, life storms that you're dealing with right now. And consciously remember to even read this, this, this psalm daily, letting his truths, the word of the Lord, anchor you. Because when the winds howl, 
you can find your peace in the word of God. Let's pray. Father, we bless you and we give you glory now. We reverence you and we thank you. Thank you that we can find refuge in you, refuge in your word. God, as we think about our life storms today, help us to remember that you are our protection in the storm. We love you now and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Go out. Have an amazingly God-blessed day in Jesus' name. And remember that God is your shelter in the storm. God bless you.